Bienvenidos y welcome to the Biz Bruja podcast, where reclaiming our powerful intuition, our sacred medicina, embracing our magic and healing ancestral patterns, invoke powerful creations in our own well-being, our lives, familias, community, and our businesses. Remembering that our businesses are so important at this time. I'm the creatrix of this blogcast, the Biz Bruja herself, Vanessa Codornu, a modern-day bruja, fourth-generation psychic medium, clinical hypnotist, energy healer, and soul biz mentor and coach. An Argentine-American who started reading adults at 16, became a professional intuitive at 22, and now guides creatives, intuitives, healers, and entrepreneurs to break through fears, connect to the practical power of their intuition so they can serve the world powerfully. Hola, bienvenidos. It is La Brujita herself, Vanessa Codurnu. It's been a minute. Let me adjust this camera. It's been a minute. There's a lot going on in all of our lives, so I'm sorry. I have truly missed you, and tuve que volver for the summer solstice. Now, people who never knew what was a summer solstice are like, ¿Qué es un solsticio? And what is a summer solstice? I don't want to go too, too deep into it because there's so many different perspectives, right? The European and the South American, and we're all a mix of things up in here. Pero I will say some things. Okay, I will say that I came on today because usually for like 16 years, I was running a circle in person in New York City, right? So all the people would be coming in after work or on the weekend, bringing in some food to share, and we would be gathering in a small living room, whether it was my apartment or my close friend's apartment who lived in Queens, right, the same building, And we will be all smushed, right? It wouldn't be like the beautiful images of the circles that you see that are aesthetically pleasing right now and gorgeous. Not that there's anything wrong with aesthetically pleasing because, you know, you've seen some of my pictures and aesthetically pleasing is amazing. We bring in beauty. We bring in grace into the space. But let me remind you, acordarles, hacerles acordar, that our ancestors used what was available, right? We used what was available, If they could make it beautiful, they made it as beautiful as they could be. If they had, you know, a piece of fat and that's what they had to do to light that up because they didn't have a candle, they used that. If they didn't have a beautiful outfit to wear, it is all right. Because in the eyes of spirit, it is about intention. And so aesthetically beautiful, yes, we need it. We want it, la belleza. But just remember that it's not really about the exterior, although it adds and it brings to beauty and it reflects it within It is really about the intention that we're setting, right? You know, I'm already throwing in some gems. You might be like, I know that, but do you, right? So I'm reminding you. Um, because we all need that reminder. We can get, we can all get carried away with what is what it looks like outside, whether it's Instagram life or keeping up with the Juanitos on the corner or the Joneses, right? On the other corner. Um, we have this pressure to. We have this pressure to be, to look, to sound, to get the certain level of education. There is pressure in society one way or another. If it's not from, you know, the education system or the corporate system or the banking system, we have pressure from our padres, from our abuelitos. You got to marry this person. You got to do this. You got to do that. And hey, if you don't have it, mm, big snaps to you and your peeps because we all have had some pressure to conform at some point. Okay. So coming back, I was talking about the circle. So people came in, and I'm not saying that aesthetically pleasing circles are conforming. I am saying that it is all beautiful, 
E, that sometimes we won't do something because we're like, oh, it's not going to be that beautiful. It's not going to be that good. So I'm not going to do it. No, our ancestors did what they needed to do. They performed the magia and used their medicina, even if they had two sticks to run to, uh, rub together because that was what they needed to do. Okay. Let, do not let what something looks like, do not let comparison stop you from your own spiritual life, from your own medicina, from your own magia. That's really the point. I had to clarify, coming back. So there we were, people would be coming in and it was really diverse, okay, mi gente? It is really diverse. New York City is one of the diverse places. Um, when I've had circles in Florida, mostly Cuban, sometimes Ecuadorian, sometimes Colombian, here a sprinkling of Argentinians. When I've done certain, you know, events or attended events in LA, it's mostly Mexican-American, Mexican, -American, Mexican um, ancestry. But in New York, I had people coming in who are Mexican, Colombian, Peruano, Argentino, Boricua in the house, Dominican in the house, El Salvadoreño, Guatemalteco, Peruano, Colombiano, Chileno, Boliviano, I mean, Costa Ricano, Panameño, Panameña, uh, then throw the Italian, South, North, throw in, um, you know, people from Bangladesh, people from Haiti, people from Jamaica, Black Americans, uh, white Irish who knew how to speak Spanish. These are the folks that were coming into the apartment, sitting in a circle. We had some Orthodox Jewish people coming in. We had some Christian Catholic people who were like, ay Dios mío, if my family knew what I was doing. And we weren't doing anything wrong. And so we gathered today at the summer solstice because religion still has a big stronghold around our neck. The pressure to conform, whether it's to get married at a certain time, whether it's to be what people expect, is still there here in 2023, okay? It was back in the day day before 2000, right? That's what I call back in the day day because 2000 is also back in the day, but you know how that goes. Um, we still have those pressures. So I was thinking about those circles and coming in and, you know, we can't go back. We can only move forward, be present. And so I said to myself, let me connect with you all today. Let me come back to my beautiful podcast that I've left behind, come back to, because you have all written me and you've said, hey, Vanessa, I'm listening. Vanessa, this means something to me or it's really made me light up in a certain way. And I thank you for that because I'm basically sitting here in my office that I love so much, but I'm sitting here with Piritu and with my candles lit, which I'm about to light right now, and my ancestor, um, you know, corner over there, or whole wall, actually. And I am channeling and sharing with you all on faith. On faith that the message that is being carried through me, into you, into everyone, somehow makes a difference. On the faith that somehow I can reach you and invite you into remembering who you are. We're all in the process of walking our, each other home. And we're all in the process of remembering who we are. No one's got it all together. Because sometimes people are like, oh, but you're so confident. I'm like, girl, child, person. If I did not have some confidence in this moment of my life, many decades on the earth as Vanessa Golor knew, I don't know what I've been doing. I don't know what I've been doing. So know that. There's confidence of the youth when we don't know shit. That's good, right? We need to start with that. But the confidence that grows over time is a confidence that I think and I hope does, is not based on the exterior, is not based on the amount of money. Yeah, it could be partly that you got through the education level that you wanted, that you built a really good business, that you're living the life that you always dreamed of. And I would hope, while it's all these beautiful things you accomplished, that it's also this energy and this knowing that we deserve goodness, 
that we, as all peoples, right? Because I could be like Latino people. I know other people are here too. All of us are people, right? All genders. I may say girl, but you know I'm talking about all genders. I'm talking about all beings who are ensouled, right? We're spirit, spiritual beings having an earthly life. I did not create that, but I've heard it for decades. But it's so true. And all of us, whether we're Irish American, just arrived from Haiti or Peru, whether we are struggling with particular situations that are specific to our own race, to our own religion, to our own gender, we all deserve to be safe. We all deserve to be confident. And we all deserve to have peace and space to create. And so today I wanted to hop on for summer solstice to hold that space, whoever you may be. I say this a lot in classes in the last years, and I'll say it again all the time, which is we're all going through it, or we're going through it differently, right? Right? A person of color is not going through something with a person who's white passing. A person who has physical challenges is not going through someone who's running a marathon, and someone who is has inherited economic safety is not going through life in the same way as somebody who has three jobs or five jobs. And we have to stay awake to that. Because sometimes I see some crazy stupidity online. We're like, well, you better do this. You better do that. Well, sometimes the level of trauma and the level of lack that people are experiencing are shaping the way they're proceeding. Always. So we had that little lecture that I felt had to be talked about. Because if we get on our spiritual high horse or we get on the, oh my God, we could create all the realities. But we forget the realities that everyone is going through their own thing and their own path and their own story, we start to forget that we're not all starting at the same place, that we're not all coming from um, the same equality or privilege or level of wealth. And that is a big deal. We always hear stories of people breaking through no matter what. And there's many stories of people who don't. And so let us be kind in our messages when we are spiritual beings to other people. Let us listen more to people who have different stories and different oppressions than we do and let us not spiritually bypass okay summer solstice is not the day to spiritually bypass at least not on my time so i had to do that it channeled through so why do i want to be here now i want to be here today because it is the longest day of the year june 21st today summer solstice now in europe it means something in latin america we're still honoring the sun and yet it means different things. But from the Latin word sol, which means sun, right? And here I have the beautiful sun card from the tarot deck, the Connolly Rider Weight deck. Here she goes, or here they go. Okay. Um, it means sol, sun, solstice, sistere, to pause and be still, right? This June summer solstice in the Northern Hemisphere marks the time of the year when the sun appears to feast rising. And it's set and setting. It is the longest day of the year. It is also often associated with change, nature, beginnings. There are beautiful stories. You know, we always see the image of Stonehenge and we hear the British tales and the Irish tales and the Northern European tales of, you know, the Oak King coming in like winter is finally slain by the Summer King and this male energy of the sun. And now we step into this longest day. It's a time to rejoice and play after we've worked so hard in winter and spring. 
And that is the energy of the European summer solstice, right? In general, I'm not like an expert. For me, the summer solstice has always been about celebrating our inner sun, right? El sol que está dentro, the sun that is within us. We tend to be, as I said, by society, focused outwardly. What are they doing? What am I? Should I be doing that? Are they doing that? What should I be doing? Okay. Did I do this? Is this enough? Am I am I successful now? Am I am I abundant now? What I should be happier now, right? And so I always come forward and I do something because it's a time for us to really celebrate where we are. It's time to honor the hardships we've been through to the winter, the new beginnings of spring, and to say to ourselves, ooh, how does I have a break? Let me sit here for a minute and let me honor the sun. Now, the sun in astrology refers to our identity, to our character, to who we are. The sun in South American countries like Peru, Bolivia, Colombia, Ecuador, right? Peru, Bolivia, Colombia, and Ecuador is usually referred to as Inti, especially, right? With my beautiful teachers in the Inca Medicine School, Taita Inti means father, son. So in European traditions, yes, we are honoring the male energy of the sun that's coming into the longest day. And we celebrate it. We get the Midsummer Night's Dream. All the fairies come out, right, in the forest. And when we look to the South, South America, it's celebrated June 24th every year. And the solstice holds the spiritual and religious meaning, right, all around the world. And a lot of our modern solstice celebrations have really long historical roots. The one in Peru and the one in Latin America, right, as I said before, Ecuador, Colombia, Bolivia, Peru, is honoring Taita Inti, or as they say, Inti Raimi. And so the Inti Raimi Festival in Peru um, is really huge, and it reigns supreme in South America. And it's an Inca tradition celebrated by Andean people across the continent during the June solstice. And what is it doing? It is honoring the sun and is honoring the energy, the bright, consistent energy of the sun. The sun feeds us, right? And if we look at it through astrology, it is our identity. We see and experience everything through our own identity. So it's literally honoring the sun outside, right? Outside of us, the physical, actual sun as a male father energy that is protecting us. And to me, it is also honoring the sun within, who we are, our character, and the light that shines brightly within us, la luz que brilla muy hermosamente dentro de nosotros, to bring that into the world. And so what I want to do right now, now that you heard me yammer, is I have a candle right here, and it's a yellow one. And before I light it, I want to talk a little bit about how we hold back from ourselves. What do I mean by that? Let me, let me take a sip of my little cat mug, little unicat, unicorn cat. At some point in time when we're little kids, we feel really good. We're playing, we make the sky purple, you know, or orange. And, you know, somebody says there is no orange sky. Well, I guess they didn't see New York a couple of weeks ago, right? With the whole Canadian fire, but that's not neither here nor there. The point is that we make up songs that sound good to us, but somebody doesn't like. We dance dances that are judged to not be good. We play and dress up and do these things at some point when we're children, even if it's in our minds, where we're free, 
where we allow our creative energy to just flow and be and exist. And then something outside of us, someone outside of us says, you know, that's not good enough. Or, oh God, you're wearing that. Or what are you doing? And that is a way to shut us down. Now, our parents or teachers or friends, or however it goes, probably weren't trying to shut us down. The energy was like, they really thought, well, this is the way things are. And in order to succeed, this is the way things are. And the thing is, in order to truly thrive, we will find ourselves coming up against these energetic boundaries, these societal family rules, right? For example, many folks who have realized that they're queer and their family's like, no one's been queer in our family. In order for that person to be who they are, they've got to break away from whatever rules, right? Or for me to come out and be la brujita that I am, the astrologer, the intuitive, the 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 one who the one who I am, right? The, the one that I am, I've had to say, well, I'm going to step out and I'm going to be safe and I'm going to be a full-time healer and I'm going to support myself from the, this work, which was very terrifying. You know, 11 years ago, I went full-time. I was doing this for decades, but it's only 11 years. But yeah, when I talk about it, I only know people who were doing things three or four years ago, right? So to be able to say that I've been supporting myself fully from this work, 11 years is actually a freaking big deal. And so we all get this message. Mira, don't be a bruja out there. Even some people now, they're calling me, oh my God, I'm afraid to be out there. I'm afraid to read my cards. I'm afraid. And I'm like, girl, there's been people like me and other people who've been pioneers. You're good. You are going to be okay. There's a TikTok reader and every TikTok that we see, we flip social media. There's astrology every which way that we can look. But yet we're afraid. So whether these stories are just for us to be safe, and a lot of them are, whether these rules that were created were to keep us from being beheaded or killed or tortured or dragged to the funeral pyre or dragged into prison, right, during the Spanish Inquisition or the overtaking of the lands in Africa, in Latin America, in Asia, in the Middle East, like we are a story of colonizers that starts from the beginning. And we've had empires rise up and take over other lands. So how do we break through from hundreds and thousands of years of survival stories and rules that would keep us safe in the past, right? And even if I, as I say this, I said to myself, well, you know, you're saying the past but would you go out and, you know, I ain't no young girl anymore. Would I go with a really super short skirt and five inch heels into a bar now and leave late by myself? Because I'm saying it's in the past, but it's not. I should be able to do that if I really wanted that. But the truth is I would not feel safe, even as a not so fresh queen, right? Meaning I'm not a 30 year old. And yet as a woman who's had many decades on the earth, I would still be like, mm, I'm going to be safe with my choice, right? Because I'm scared because this is a society. And so we have so many rules. We have rules that tell us not to get divorced, rules that tell us that we don't deserve our creativity, rules that tell us what is funny, what is not, what is beautiful, what is not, what is acceptable. I invite you during the summer solstice to break free, to take another step forward and reclaiming your own identity and reclaiming your inner son 
and creyendo en ti misma y en ti mismo, right? To believe in, your, in yourself. I say to myself, you know, an astrologer that I know who's amazing says to me, I was like 43 at the time. She's like, wow, you really believe in yourself. And I'm like, girl, what have I done if I have been here? And I said that earlier. If I've walked the earth for these many decades and I haven't accrued, I haven't collected some self-worth and some self-love, then I need to start over in the beginning of class again, okay? So, but don't, you know, that's a joke, but if you don't feel like you love yourself, it's okay. Start now. No one here is in el planeta o madre tierra pachamama to be catering to somebody else, even if you're a mom, right? You teach your children self-love by actually embodying it. And don't worry, there's not like a mountain where we reach that top of the mountain and then we get there, there's a big heart and angels come out and put a big heart around us and go, ooh, congratulations, you've reached self-love. You know, level 150 in the self-love on earth scale. No, we don't get that, right? The self-love also comes by how we live how we take care of ourselves, the boundaries we create, and what we're willing to give up in order to love ourselves. I told the story on Facebook, I think, recently in a post where I said that I was done with a partner when I found out he cheated like this, like he was kicked out to the street. I did not have a job. I had come back from Miami. I used to work in Telemundo, right? Al Rojo Vivo, right? So I kicked him out. I don't know how I was going to pay for things, but I, I knew myself. I trusted myself that I would figure it out. I would figure it the F out. And I did. And so our self-love also comes from us fighting from ourselves for ourselves. And fighting for ourselves doesn't mean fighting for the marriage. Yes, you can go and call a counselor and do the work. Or you could go do this or you could do that. But at the same time, it means knowing yourself enough, right? Because I did a quote the other day on Instagram, which said, you know, How can we own who we are if we don't know who we are? And so for this summer solstice, I invite you to get your, to know yourself a little more, right? And some of the ways that we could get to know ourselves a little more is by taking a moment. What do we believe in? What do we love? ¿Cuáles son nuestros valores? What are our values? Personally, I could tell you this. I've left money on the table because my true value in all of my life and in my business is not to be the millionaire online. And you know, it's not that I'm against money because I support myself, remember that. My, I want to do it with integrity. And so there are qualifications to the millionaire ship that I would want. Um, being married, being married is not a value to me. Real honest connection and love is. So, Dig deep. What are your values? What do you believe in? And, you know, I've worked with a lot of people who are out of work looking for a new job. I've worked with, I work with teens, right, for 13 years now at the Belabza Gil Women's Leadership Institute in New York. And I used to do this whole value thing. And people would be upset for valuing luxury or valuing beauty. No, that's what makes you happy. That's what makes you tick. It's okay to value luxury. It's okay to value beauty. We need all of us. We need all of us. We need people who bring beauty into the world and we need the artists and we need the bankers. We need the people who are going to dot their I's and cross their T's. And so whoever you are, if you are a mischief maker, a singer, a dancer, a banker, an accountant, 
a business mind, a visionary, a school teacher, a mom, a dad, a person that is always behind the scenes helping to get shiz done. We need you, but just check in. Do you really do that work? And are you that person because you really want to be that person? Or did you learn at a young age that giving or hiding or being the kind one or the loving one or la chica buena, that that was going to allow you to survive? Because I could tell y'all that that's me, right? I'm the older sister. I was there. I was totally parentified by my, by my mom, especially by my, my parents, right? You got to take care of your brother. You got to take care of your sister. Getting in trouble when they did shit because I should have known better. I should have controlled them. But there I am, 11 years old, changing diapers and like giving a bottle. I'm that hermana, okay? Um, sometimes people say, oh, people do crazy things when they're teenagers. I'm like, I didn't. I would cancel dates in order to stay home and take care of my siblings, right? Because they wanted me to. Um, and I mean, the kids asked me to stay home. And so... Everybody's different, but take a moment to ask, you know, who were you before they told you who to be, whoever they is. Let's not put blame on who they are. I mean, if you're angry and pissed, go through those emotions, but also who do I want to be? I've always wanted to be a woman who is economically independent, financially independent. I always wanted to be a person that did not rely on anyone else financially. And I am, and I've been that person. A little too long, I have to say, since I'm like 2021, 20, I've had tons of jobs. My value of independence, financial independence is so big that I've taken on three jobs to live alone and not have to deal with, with cray cray, loquitas roommates. But everybody's different. And so... Another of my values is freedom. Freedom to do what my soul calls. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to travel the world for six months. I don't think that I could really do that, right? I haven't tried it yet, maybe later in life. But what I've done is I've traveled while I had a business. 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, before I met my partner, living in Panama, living in Costa Rica, living in Miami, living in LA, jumping around, building my business online while I do it. And so freedom is still a value. The freedom to change, the freedom to change how I run my business, how I live my life and what I focus on. One of the reasons that I've turned to improv, right? And improv is a, I mean, it's an old thing. I think everybody's been doing it for a long time. I'll do a, actually, I want to do a whole episode on it. But improv is, there's short form and long form. Most of you have seen short form with whose line is it anyway on TV, right? That's short form where they play games and they make stuff, they make stuff up on the spot. Long form is where you make up characters and stories and relationships, locations and situations. You make it up all on stage in that moment. I turned to that just because I, I moved to Central PA from New York City and my friendships and my spiritual community. And I was like, okay, this is going to be challenging. And guys, it was because I'm used to being a healer. I'm used to holding space for others. Now I had to take up space make shit up that was funny. I mean, they say not to try to be funny, but at the end of the day, you kind of want your audience to have a chuckle. And um, I stuck to it. And what I've realized about it is all the things that, all the messages that I got when I was younger, de que especialmente as a Latina, right? Calladita te ves más bonita, quiet, you look prettier. 
Um, I remember when I spoke up about things, my dad would be like, I came chota, you know, you're going to be such a man, you know, what are you trying to do? It was weird. It was back in the day. So we forgive him. He's on the other side now. He's probably done angel training and learned to like overcome and heal. Esperemos que si. Um, I feel like he's like, yes, I did. Um, but in life that was hard, it's like, oh, I'm not going to be accepted if I'm bold and have opinions. But you know, that didn't stop me. I have a big F you thing inside of me as well. I have the people pleaser and take care of everyone. And I also have the, nobody's going to tell me what to do because I want to be free, right? Case in point, I waited a long time to get married. So I asked myself throughout my journey of improv, you know, why didn't I do this before? I did think that it was for white young men because that's how I saw it in New York a long time ago, decades ago. And now, thankfully, there's Black improv and Asian improv and Latinx improv, and there's so many different things. And the group that I've created, Cosmic Trash, is non-traditional. It is diverse. And the women in the group, it's all women, which is already a rarity. It's all women. And then we're from our 30s to 70s. Okay? I'm trying to bring it to other places. But so far, we're going to be in Central PA, July 8th and July 9th. Shameless plug, if you're in the area. Check it out. We put a lot of effort into it. And there's Guardian Angel. There's Ancestors. And there's an inner child. Okay. Now break from our commercial. Coming back. I started to realize in these classes, let me tell you, my heart was beating. I was scared to be on stage. The more critical I became, the less funny I was. Also, because I'm not part of this culture, I am seen as white passing. Um, and I'm also bicultural and bilingual and really mixed and come from a diverse environment. I'm not from central PA. There are a lot of things about people here coming from their particular heritage that keep them insulated, where they say hello and they're nice to you, but they stay to themselves. Well, as in New York, I met people who invited me to dinner that night and it, they weren't trying to date me. Um, maybe they were, but I put them off. No, they weren't trying to date me. I come from a place where I threw my door open to strangers and every month they were showing up. So my soul is like very inclusive and diverse and also saying whoever's meant to be here will be here. My own spell of protection. So it was hard. I stuck to it. I kept coming back. But when you improv works, which it is a collaborative thing, it's magical. You're in flow. You say something, they say something, you get to know each other. Boom, boom. People are laughing. There's things created. But the whole thing is like, I was taught not to be ridiculous, to be taken seriously. I was taught to present myself in an intelligent manner. And I understand, you have to, to survive in this world. I was taught not to be wild and crazy, that I had to be responsible. And I'm getting emotional. But for any of you who were ever taken from your spiritual self, from your sexy, real sexy self, not what, not what the world tells you is sexy, from your real gender, from your real sexuality, from your real soul's expression. I, I invite you to allow summer solstice to be a self-ritual, a self-promise, where you say, F this crap. I'm safe to be myself. And who is this self that wants to be seen? And what part of me is hiding in a closet? What part of me have I shoved into the closet because I was afraid that if it was out, it would never be accepted? 
I'm still emo people. <laughs> and I'm emo too, because I've talked to a couple of amazing people this week, not in sessions, just in friendship, who are so bloody talented that it makes me cry. And yet they hold back because they're like ageism, ageism. I'm not going to be able to get a job. They're like, oh, the way I look, this, that, this, that, this, that. And I think that we need to break those boundaries, those bullshit rules that keep us, quote unquote, safe, but keep us stifled. Those things that keep us trapped in societal's constraint that drive us into depression, that drive us into anxiety, that drive us into not knowing ourselves and not loving ourselves. And again, it's not like overnight, you're going to hear this and be like, Woo, throw out my suit, F this, I want to wear hippie clothes. You know, let's pull out the Birkenstock and put some, glue some feathers on it. It's something that we've maybe been doing in many ways by dressing different, by doing our hair different. Um, by doing improv, by singing, by performing, by writing, by blogging, by doing woodwork, glasswork, painting, by sitting quietly in meditation. There's so many different ways that our soul wants to express. Why are we allowing the world to narrow our field of experience? Why are we allowing the world to narrow our field of experience? our field of expression, our field of joy. And like, I get it. When I started taking acting classes to understand the actor back in the day, I wanted to be a director. People were like, oh, you want to get an Oscar? And I'd be like, no, well, if you're not getting an Oscar, what's the point? How about that that art brings you joy? How about that whatever it is that you desire would actually bring you into a grounded presence where you would finally feel whole. Cuando finalmente nos sentimos enteros o enteras. How about that that moment, that thing that brings us that dancing, that chanting, that singing, that moving, that breathing, that meditation, that yoga position, brings us where we most need to be which is ahora mismo, en este momento, aquí, presente, which is right now, here in this moment, present. We, we know that anxiety is at an all-time high. We know that there's depression. We know that we're facing financial stress on a collective level. What if the key to our abundance was our inner medicina? What if the key to our abundance was our inner magic, our inner medicine? You know... Trust me, I used to dance a lot when I was younger. I was told I'd never be a dancer, dancer. But I danced at nightclubs when I was young and I was invited to audition for things on TV. I didn't go. And I'm talking 17, 18, 19, 20. And when I was older, I think I won a dance contest in college. Um, and I always loved to dance as an expression because when you're dancing and you're feeling the music, no matter how it looks, it feels you're in present moment. I belly danced for years, starting in like 2005 to about 2009, 10. I came back in 2014. And I really haven't belly danced in nine years. And belly dancing made me more whole. And so 
Why not explore arts for art's sake without pressuring ourselves to make it amazing? Why not allow ourselves to take an improv class or a stand-up comedy class and write material? Why can't we be published poets at 60? Why can't we fall madly in love at 62? Mi gente hermosa, so many of you are putting up memes about what badass brujitas you are. I challenge you. Yes, I do. I'm a Taurus. I got a lot of Gemini. But my Venus is in Aries. My Mars is in Sag. My North Node is in Pisces. I got the elements. I challenge you. I challenge you to move towards what you love. I challenge you to embrace more of yourself and let it get messy and let it get weird. The French festival is called Do Something Weird. And listen, in this cosmic trash show that we're doing, we do, there's four tarot readers doing fake readings. But sometimes the people getting them are like, oh shit, you was on point. But for this show, which is in a bigger theater, we brought in an inner child, we brought in a guardian angel, we brought people to play the ancestors. Having a battle with the humans, like wake up, despierta de. And I want to be that voice for your ancestor. I want to be that voice for your inner child. I want to be that voice of your guardian angel who loves you and sees your light and says, basta con esta mierda, enough with this shit. I know you're not going to leave a crappy relationship overnight because it takes time. I know you're not suddenly going to start tap dancing because you haven't tapped since you were six, but you love it. But it'll let this inspire you. If this is the only life we have, and I do believe that in this moment, present moment, this is the only Vanessa I am, although we could do another episode on like parallel realities and parallel lives. But for argument's sake and for the point's sake, si esta es la única vida que yo voy a tener, no me voy a dejar guiar por los demás. And I have done it. And I have been scared. And I've been in situations where if I didn't look or act like everybody else, I would lose the job. And I have actually lost the job. And usually it's been around drinking and smoking, drinking, smoking, smoking weed, where people were partying a lot after a particular job that I had. And I didn't. I didn't want to do it. And I also was busy. I had two jobs and an internship. They were going from their job. They were going to party. And I was like, I got to go to my next job. I was young. I was in my 20s. And my assistant manager brought me in and goes, if you don't start drinking and smoking and act and hanging out with these people, you're going to be on the list to be fired. And you know, I was, I was, and that's okay. I got another job. I lived, but there are moments in time where, yeah, we're not going to fit in and we might lose what we think we had, but isn't it? And I, you know, it's easy for me to say that, like I said, everybody has their own experience of what they're going through. And some people have more privilege than others. So yeah, don't run out and like quit your job immediately overnight just because you, you know, you're thinking of this, but make that plan for escape. That's what I did. And so I want to invite us for a moment to close our eyes and take a breath in, feel our feet on the ground. To take a deep breath in and exhale. And imagine the sun shining high in the sky, like the Inti Father Son. Querido Padre. Querido Creador, dear Father, dear Creator, I ask that you shine brightly within and without. Pido que nos ilumines por dentro y por fuera. I ask that you allow us to see ourselves clearly with eyes of love. Te pido que nos podamos ver con ojos de amor, a través de los ojos de amor. 
I ask that you allow each and every one of us to step more into our true being, to allow ourselves to be who we are, weird and funny and sweet and sexy, maybe corny, maybe cute, maybe kinder, maybe snarkier, maybe more vulnerable, maybe louder. Allow ourselves to meet those part of ourselves that have been thrown in the closet. Que nos permitas conocer partes de nosotros que quizás están en el en el en el alma ropas, right? In a closet. And asking that we feel that. And imagining now in your body, what would it feel like, right? To be safe, to be seen. And just imagine this golden light, right? Coming down from the sun through the top of your head, lighting up tu corona, your crown. And as it lights up, going into your third eye, allowing you to safe to see and hear and feel, going into your throat, going into your heart, allowing all this light to penetrate all of your being. And as it flows out of your body into beautiful, shiny golden light, it is now safe for me to be seen. It is now safe for me to be myself. Estoy a salvo, ya es hora. I am safe, I am safe, I am safe. And imagine in your mind's eye something you'd like to play with something you'd like to, you want to sing, you want to dance, you want to be, you want to do yoga, you want to go away. What is the thing that would light you up? And you allow yourself to shine brightly. This or something better is already on its way. Esto o algo mejor ya está desarrollándose dentro de mí. This or something better is already unfolding within me. Así será. amen. So it is, so it shall be. amen. Thank you, thank you. Comunai. With much love. Gracias, Thank you. And with this energy in our mind, body, and spirit, I'm going to take this for us. And as I said, we got the little, okay, and I even put on this little, like, shiny, bright, wind, sun, cancer right now. So it's all about nurturing. But we don't have to nurture everybody else. We can nurture ourselves. And the moon is in Leo. Okay. La luna está en Leo. So let's light this beautiful candle. Okay. All right, my loves. I hope I wasn't too long-winded. I hope that I reached your heart. I hope that it reached your soul. And let me know when you send me a text and when you email me and share the podcast. If it reaches you, share it. Because it gives me más energía para seguir adelante, mi gente, okay? Because, you know, it, it gets busy and then you let, leave things behind. And I, am, I do improv a lot. Guys, I took the big step and asked the owners of the theater where I'm training allow me to teach and I've been teaching for five weeks it's been amazing so I'm teaching in person so I got my business healing and doing all the work and then I got my business inviting people into creativity into more self-expression I love it we need more of that beso grande mucho amor and remember if you need a reading reach out to me if you need some hypnosis to break through some past life regression do you need someone who's been online for 11 years to coach you and guide you to building your own. Get in touch with me. You know where I am. Mucho, mucho amor. Gracias, queridos.